episode of the Hana Ko and podcast, we will focusing on interesting stuff from April. The Hana Ko and podcast is now available on Apple Podcast and Spotify. If you want to follow our latest anime reviews and editorials on our blog in audio format, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. While we are heading to the halfway point of this year, it's time to share some interesting things from the last month. First off, Katakawa wants to make 40 animation titles a year, but is it unsustainable? It's obvious that Katakawa have ambitious goals of creating 40 titles by 2023 from its usual 33 titles. To achieve this, they are betting on 3DCG, which will only spell trouble. For the most part, Full 3DCG titles has been either a mixed bag or a complete disaster. Just look no further than the disaster known as EX Arm. However, there are negative implications from Katakawa's plan. Besides the poor working conditions and pay of animators, which we covered previously, this will only make the situation worse. In addition to relying more on foreign freelance and inexperienced animators, we will only see the quality of productions go down. If we haven't seen enough animation quality disasters, we are in for more in the future. To me, I would rather see production companies maintain or reduce slightly the number of titles per year to reduce the burden. Not only that, the industry really needs to improve the working conditions and pay first before deciding to increase the number of titles within a reasonable amount. From this, I can only see more animation quality decreases, production delays, and disasters like EX Arm in the future. To me, I don't see this being sustainable in the long term and something must give. Next, my growing interest in CEO live performances. There is no surprise that I listen to a lot of music from CEO, especially since they usually sing anime music. Of course, I follow a handful of female CEOs and units as they do more than just voice act. Yes, they also have singing careers and there are a good number that put out some good-sounding songs. Given what happened with the pandemic, it's not possible to attend live performances due to travel restrictions, conventions getting cancelled, and more. Even during normal times, attending one is expensive. Besides the lottery to even buy a ticket, you need to also obtain plane tickets, pay for accommodations, etc. It can become expensive quick. Thankfully, there are recordings of most live performances that one can buy on Blu-ray. Sure, I have some fascination with watching them since I have nothing to do being stuck at home. While I still have ways to go until I improve my listening comprehension, I can read Japanese while having to look up words, it's nice to at least experience the event. Sure, it's not the same as being there, but at least you can watch them perform live. At least it's not as expensive since most ranges around $70 to $100. Aside from that, I decided to buy my niece Inori's Starry Wishes, which is her fifth anniversary live. While this was live-streamed as there is no audience, I did like the songs she sang, the costumes, and how they used the whole arena. After all, they recorded the live during the second winter wave. While it felt somewhat awkward as Inori tries to interact with the audience who are viewing the stream, at least she makes the best of the situation. Overall, it's still an enjoyable live to watch. Lastly, 
There is Kidu Akari's first live tour, Colorful Closet. Believe it or not, she grew in popularity because she voices Mizuko from Demon Slayer. Still, I watched a good number of shows she voices characters for. I must admit that I started following her music with her first single, Swinging Heart, which sounded pretty good. Still, I think Kimi no Tanarida, which is the ending theme for Adachi to Shimamura. As expected, I'm curious about Akari's first live performance. Believe it or not, her first live is impressive. Believe it or not, besides having an all-girls band and even two dancers, her live singing voice is impressive. Overall, I think her first live performance is great given that she just started her solo singing career in 2019. Hopefully, she will continue to release some great songs. At last, Madoka Magica gets a fourth movie. Believe it or not, the Madoka Magica franchise turned 10 years old recently. With that came the news of a new anime project. No, it doesn't involve Magia Record, which already have a second season announced already. It's a sequel to the Rebellion arc. While we don't know when it will release, but at least it's good that there is finally a continuation. Of course, Yurobuchi is working on the story, so I can only expect a bittersweet ending with more suffering and despair. I guess we already know that already. Still, it took eight years to get to this point. I guess this is a sign that 2021 is a better year than 2020. Let's face it, WordPress likes are never coming back for another reason, like spammers. While some people are disappointed that I won't enable likes on WordPress again, I just find them useless and toxic. It discourages readers from leaving comments. My goal is to of course grow my audience through social media and have readers interacting with my content. Therefore, likes on WordPress are useless as it provides no value. It doesn't promote my content and it discourages people from commenting. There is another reason I won't enable them ever again. Yes, there are like spammers who run non-anime-related blogs trying to advertise their blog on mine. They leave likes with completely different interests, but they do not follow this blog. This of course illegitimates the like system as they are only doing it to promote their content, not because they actually like my content. Of course, WordPress.com has done nothing to resolve this issue or added the ability to remove likes from like spammers manually. I do not want to give these spammers any traffic, so I advise people disabling this feature until they do something about this. Either way, there are other ways to like my content. You can leave a comment on my posts or retweet slash like the tweets to my posts on Twitter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter for the latest blog posts and anime-related tweets. Lastly, I will share what I have been up to. For the past two months, I have worked on two projects involving retro computers. Yes, a Power Mac G4, which I use to edit podcasts and some retro gaming. I also have a Pentium 3 Reverse Sleeper Retro Build, which I use for games from the late 90s and early 2000s. I continued to hunt for a more powerful video card, but not with much success. Recently, I installed a Quadro FX3000, which is the workstation version of the powerful GeForce FX5900 Ultra. While this video card is overkill since the Pentium 3 is holding it back. Still, most games are playable on this machine. 
I plan to have a post about it on my side blog soon. At last, I'm finally fully vaccinated. While it took a while to get an appointment since they were hard to come by in Montgomery County, I got my first shot in early April and recently received my last. I haven't experienced any severe symptoms besides a slight pain in the injection spot. It shows that the vaccines are safe and you should take it if available to save lives and return to normal. As expected, ignore those anti-vaxxers. Regardless, I do not plan to attend any public events, gatherings or vacation this year due to possibility of variants. Aside from that, I am still playing a good amount of Umamusum. I am still disappointed that I couldn't pull Curran Chan since she looks adorable. Instead, the game spooked me and gave me Taiki Shuttle. At least the same training strategy of spamming speed training like with Sakura Bakushin O works since Taiki is only good with short distance and mile races. At least I managed to get Taiki and Bakushin to be plus ranking, but still not a yet. I will eventually get there. Moreover, it seems that I jirinide, Nagatoro-san has created some controversy over the translations. Aside from that, while the first episode was pretty mean-spirited as Nagatoro made Senpai really cry, yes, he is very introverted and looks like a stereotypical nerd. I have to admit the scene where they play video games is pretty enjoyable. Aside from that, the other episodes are a bit better, some teasing backfiring on Nagatoro. Case in point, trying to have Senpai guess which one is the premium bun by putting both buns in her bra. Yep, one of them fell out and Senpai touches one of her breasts instead of the bun and she didn't realize until it's too late. Either way, I won't be covering it until it ends as I only review Schoolgirl, shows with a female cast, and Yuri genre anime. Lastly, I started playing new Pokemon Snap. It's a fun game and the graphics look pretty. Too bad you don't have Professor Oak being savage and saying you were close on shots he doesn't like. With that, this wraps up the ninth episode of our podcast. You can read the latest content on our blog at chikorita157.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for the latest episodes as they are released. The link to the post that we discussed will be in the podcast details.